to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 276, The Pandorica Opens. My name is John, and joining me every time I get stuck in a millennia-old box is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, it's much older than that, but hello. Hello. Yeah, nothing like digging through the closet, having to clean, because it's spring cleaning time, and finding a millennia-old box. Which I am in. Yes. Apparently. And, And you know what? You sound, the audio and the acoustics in there must be amazing. Oh, they are. They're great. I mean, you saw it when it opened. It looks great. It looks great. It is. It's 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 a little it's a little podcast booth. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Spoilers, folks. That reminds me (laughs) of when I first moved um, in. Oh wait, no. I recorded both the first time. I moved two times. I think when I moved down to L.A. and then I moved. uh, One of the times I moved in Campbell, I recorded Mm -hmm. my one of the podcasts in a in the closet both times. I think. I I feel like I kind of remember that. I could probably find. I I can't remember off the top of my head, but <laughs> I do recall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Taylor, how you doing? Yes, I'm. I'm. I hate the time change. Yeah. The time change must die. Yeah. 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 Like seriously. Yeah. Not. Not I good was, stuff. I, I I was saying it to you before you hit record, and I will say it again because everybody in the world should recognize this: is that the clock says eight thirty six. I know that it should feel like seven thirty six, but it actually feels like nine thirty six, and I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. That's basically yeah. It's a lot. It is. I mean, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. You know, life is keeping on, keeping on. We've got, I mean, rain should be starting here imminently. Oh, the rain again. I'm calling it a yar event. Yet another atmospheric river. There you go. And I got to look. Oh, I'm apparently supposed to get rain 100% tomorrow. Yeah. That's fine. And and Wednesday. You know what? It's fine. We got our windows fixed. It's all good. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. No How more. Are you? No more rain. Excellent. Coming yeah. in, into Excellent. the windows. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm doing as as well as I possibly can, Taylor. That's that's. And I fair think that's that. that's um. All we need to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Doing as that's well fair. as I as I could be at this moment in time. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's it. Well, I mean, should we get to uh, before we get to the Pandorica opens and uh, the Who news? We should probably and the story notes. We should probably talk <laughs> about uh, what's making us happy this fortnight. Taylor, I will let you go first. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I'll buy you some time. Um, <clears throat> couple things. Um, let's see. For one, got back from Gallifrey one, and right off the bat, was like, okay. I I've got ideas for Bamboo Sonic Screwdriver Mark II. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I stopped calling it Version Two because really it, it's you know K9 yeah. Mark II, K9 Mark. It's got to use Mark. Got to use the Mark, yeah. Yeah, and so I have set about um, figuring out, <laughs> excuse me, how to make one um, using all natural material. Um, I there's there's only one. <clears throat> part on this thing i want to be 3d printed and that's just the little thing that holds the circuitry and stuff that slides inside okay Um, everything else i want to be 
you know, natural objects. Not that I didn't like the 3D printed one. I was very, very thankful, very grateful for it. People loved it, but it's just just feels different. Um, so I have been working on that and uh, uh, sharing some pictures in like the the Tiki Who Discord. <clears throat> um, and so I've I've got my piece of bamboo now. <clears throat> um, I have got my little um, lamp that's going to go at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably ninety percent built. Um, and yeah, wow, yeah, I know. I've I've been on a roll. I just I wanted to strike while the iron was hot, and you know I had all these ideas in my head and just not let them kind of like languish and dissipate. It's like no 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 no. I have ideas. I have inspiration. So I jumped on it, and uh, yeah, hopefully it will it will not be a thing that I am finishing literally the night before I leave for <laughs> Calvary one next that, year. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. just for your sanity. Um, yes. And speaking of my sanity, I am going to go get Henson out of the other room because he is barking and now he has to stay with me. So I will okay. be right back. I'll, I'll talk about other things that is making me happy and buy everybody some time here. Um, so the other thing that's making me happy is that I have been chasing down a uh, leak in, in the bus. Um, every time it rains, I get a little bit of water at the back of the bus near the rear hatch. And of course, being a camper, there's a bed cushion back there that obviously will soak up water if you're not careful. And I had chased it and chased it and chased it and chased it and could not for the life of me figure out where it was coming from. I was putting aquarium sealant on so many different things that I thought it was. Um, And then I, what, end of last week, I think it was, uh, we had a pretty good rain and I poked my head in just real quickly and I just happened to see kind of where it was coming from. And so I then tried to figure out, because it's coming in through a little hole in the roof, some previous owner thought it was a great idea to fix rust with Bondo and really the best way to fix rust is with new metal. Oh, is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, and, and so I just basically slathered a whole kind of section. I think I found where this hole was in the roof where water was getting into the bus. Mm-hmm. And so I just slathered this whole section with aquarium sealant. And then we had a pretty good rain on Saturday. I mean, yeah, probably uh, it was raining all day Saturday here as well. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday now, but no, I think it was Saturday. Um, and at one point during the day, kind of in between showers, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go look real quick. Popped open the rear hatch and it was dry. Oh, back there. And I was like, oh my God, I think I did it. I think I did it. I think I finally covered the hole where all this water was getting in. So obviously I'll have another chance to check it tomorrow. As it rains yeah. again and yeah. go, okay, are we for sure we do this? Can I finally start putting stuff back yeah. where it belongs in the bus? Goodness. So that well, is making me happy. Well, good. I hope, uh, I hope yeah. fingers crossed, fingers crossed for sure. Um, what is making me happy this fortnight? Um, I will say, um, <laughs> what, you know what, what made me happy, uh, watching, Oh, you know what? It's been, now that I think about it, it's been two weeks since we last recorded, yes. which means I have watched yes. two LAFC um, matches, uh, so the Los Angeles Football Club, and uh, I'm having okay. a great time. So I'm, I'm in it to win it yeah. so far. Uh, they've, 
they've won both games soundly. Actually, no, I'm sorry. The Portland game was pretty close, but uh, yeah, it was. It's it's really fun. I'm having a good time watching them. I'm I'm really want to go to at least one game this season. Nice. Um, yeah, really, really want to go like super cool. badly. Um, so that's been good. Um, watching the Academy Award. I, I wasn't even planning on watching the Academy Awards, and I just sat down because Lauren was watching it and. Mm. Uh, holy moly! What a fun show! I, you know, I've kind of just been like uh, the Oscars for a couple of years, but it felt it felt good. It felt fast. I mean, it was still mm-hmm. kind of long, but it just felt yeah. I I really had a good time. I was like, this was this was fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of people's reactions to the awards last night, and it it all just it made me happy. Yeah. Even though I wasn't watching it myself. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of good feel good moments. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else is making me happy this week. I feel like um, there's got to be something else. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 still a lot of fun. I'm plowing through okay. that game. Um, right on. The story's great, and uh, yeah, that's um, yeah. We'll stop. Got we'll it. stop there. That sounds okay. about right. <laughs> Sounds about right with things that are making me happy this fortnight. But we've got uh, some Who news to get to. So, Taylor, we take do. it away. Yeah. So, um, there is a new uh, Doctor Who mobile game called Doctor Who Lost in Time. And I originally thought that it was coming out sometime earlier this year. But I just checked before recording and it is available right now. Yeah. You know, I have been seeing a lot of the um, <clears throat> the ads for it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a big mobile game guy, but I'll, I mean, it's Dr. Who I'll check it out. Yeah, I probably will too. Truth be told. Um, I literally, I, I think there's, I think I have two games on my phone. There's only one that I play with any sort of consistency. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so it's. What? It's a, a, an idle game where players explore time and space c- and collecting uh, where players explore. Oh, you've got verb parallel issues here. Anyway, and collect energy to save the universe because the universe. Why not? Saving yeah. Right? With, en- with energy. With energy. Always save it with uh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sure. But I mean, the art looks pretty good. I'm, I'm, I see Clara. I see 13. I see Yaz. I see 12. I see Bill uh right off the bat um and i'm pretty sure we've got others but we've only got a a limited number of images here in the article so uh yeah check out your favorite app store yeah check it out let us know let us know let us know how it is i'm i'm still like not sure you know i'm already playing enough games on my gaming systems yes and pc so it's just like i don't know if i need to leave one game and go directly to another one but yeah, it is Doctor Who, so maybe I'll give it a try. I yeah, I tried that. What was that other one that they had? And it was oh jeez. Um, Remember, this was a few years ago. Yeah, pre pandemic. But yeah, I could only get so far in that game, and then I was just like, I no, sorry. Yeah, I'm tapping out. Anyway, um, so apparently there was a recent clue pop up in Doctor Who magazine uh, for a secret location where some filming was done. Oh. Yeah, in the production diary column of issue 587 of Doctor Who magazine, script supervisor Scott Hancock had a note from the 12th of December last year 
Uh, and it says, somewhere on the outskirts of Cardiff, Block 1 begins a week of location filming that manages to go completely unnoticed. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um, someone in a uh, Facebook group uh, just after the beginning of the new year uh, posted, hey, a pub that I occasionally frequent has been closed for a week while Doctor Who uh, has been filming there. Um, and the pub actually appeared in an episode of Torchwood. Interesting. Um, which, of course, was probably one of their more twisted episodes, Countryside. Um, so it's the White Cross Inn in uh, Groswin, Wales, okay. um, which I probably completely mispronounced. But work with me here, folks. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, they uh, turned the White Cross Inn... Um, they had put up a uh, a new sign um, for the Welsh pub, um, which I'm not going to try to pronounce the Welsh name, um, but it yeah. does translate <laughs> to the dead wood. In Welsh, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, so it looks like it's actually from the same filming block okay. as... Um, um, uh, oh God, Anurin Bernard. Uh, he plays a uh, Welsh candidate uh, named Roger Ap Willem. We were talking about this a few episodes ago for some of the the uh, right, right, the right. Albion filming they did. So, so block one, even though it's block one, it's not episodes ones and two, one and two. Right. It's actually episodes four and five. Right. Um, interestingly enough, I just saw this afternoon, and I'm gonna. Uh, bring up my Twitter real quick because I saved it. Um, Bad Wolf Archives. Um, Russell T. Davies had said that after watching episode four of series 14, he believes it to be one of the greatest things he has written in his life. Wow. Okay. Coming from the man who wrote It's a Sin, Children of Earth, Midnight, Turn Left, and countless amazing Doctor Who's episodes. This is very exciting. Yeah. Wow. All right. And so the director quote tweeted it and said, as the lucky man who got to direct this incredible script, I've got to say I'm very excited about what we created. Wow. All right. Okay. So block one, episodes four and five. Be very very interesting in D. Yeah, gotta get us, gotta get us hyped, hyped yep. and ready. Yep. Well, here's a little bit more hype because we do have a little bit of a 60th anniversary and series 14 filming update uh, from stuff that was shared in Doctor Who Magazine 588. Um, let me scroll down to it real quick here. Um, so, visual effects coordinator, uh, um, they uh, they revealed to Doctor Who Magazine that there are new visual opportunities introduced in the filming process. And there's a quote here: "We're using top of the range technology, the kind that Marvel films use, oh, to make Doctor Who in Wales, which I think is pretty spectacular. It means Doctor Who is at the forefront." of pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Not just the floppy costumes. Um, sorry. Wow. I have a spot, soft spot for floppy. Costumes. That's uh that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So they didn't really elaborate on the new technology, um, but they have now indicated that drones are now employed for studio sets, such as the TARDIS interior. Interesting. This suggests that the Tartar interior set must be large and expansive enough to accommodate the flight of camera drones. Yeah, seriously. Or you got some um, great pilots. He, well, yeah, because 
I've seen actually I've seen some pretty impressive stuff that yeah. people have oh, yeah. piloted with drones. Anyway, um, and in the Christmas special, we're shooting with drones on the set, which no one's done before because the way the doctor races erratically around the TARDIS, it's amazing to have those sorts of shots. Oh, I bet. Are you getting hyped? Oh, I'm hyped. I'm ready. Oh well, we have to wait another year. <laughs> <laughs> this is less than a year. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah, boy. I mean, do I do I give away everything that we this this article talks about? They they they're talking about Shooty. I think he'll bring such a new dynamic. He's young and fun. The crew say he's up for anything, and I think he'll really make it his own and try not to copy the mannerisms of anyone else. He's really individual, and that's what we want. A new new doctor. Love it. Yep. Love it. Yep. Oh. Um so it also looks like uh director Julianne Robertson's block three, which is currently filming as of the first of March here, contains two wildly different episodes by wildly different writers. Oh, okay. Yep. No mention on who the writers are. Um All right. Could but, one of them be the rumored writer we've been hearing about? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. I would definitely still uh 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 Take that with a pinch of salt that I typically throw in my coffee first thing in the morning. Um, yeah, I would do. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, I mean, I had that thought. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking for anything else here that may jump out and be exciting. And it's actually a pretty decently long article. And if you want to check it out, it is in the show notes. Um, but go. everybody having wonderful things to say. Oh, director of Block 4 is Ben Chessel. Okay. Uh, but he's an Australian, apparently. All right. Let's see. Uh, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen on television is Joe Barton's Geary slash Haji for the BBC with the spectacular finale directed by Ben. It broke all the rules of what television can achieve. Okay. So we knew he was a perfect fit for this two-episode block, which takes the whole show into genuinely new territory. Nice. All right. <clears throat> I'm down. I like it. I'm totally down. So, yeah, there you go. If you needed hype, there's some hype. There it is. We're all right there. Yep. Yep. And our last story this time around. Can I get an excellent on the soundboard? Excellent. Yes. You know what's excellent? David Banks himself will be reading the audio novelization of Silver Nemesis, which is coming out this July. Yes. That's going to be great. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> My absolute hands down favorite Cyberman voice of all time. Mr. David Banks. Oh, man, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. That is, I mean, literally going to be excellent. Excellent. <laughs> um, okay, well, well then, it is time. It is. It is time to open the Pandorica, because we watched the Pandorica Opens, starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amy, Arthur Darville as Rory, question mark, and Alex Kingston <laughs> as River Song. It was written by Stephen T. Moffat and directed by Toby Haynes. It first aired June 19th, 2010. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it is the 12th story of season five. And we have a, uh, we have a, we have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Data Core. Indeed, we do. Almost every major enemy since the beginning of Modern Who, along with a few from the show's original run, are featured in this story. The list of enemies <clears throat> oh boy. include the Daleks. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. The Daleks, the Drophans, the Cybermen, the Autons and the Nestines, the Silurians, the Draconians. Hey, Draconians, what's up? 
Um, the Sontarans, the Zygons, the Terraleptils. Yeah, Terraleptils. The Chelonians, the Silithian family, of course. The Robofarms, uh, a squeaky Sycorax, the Hoiks, <laughs> the Weevils, which was a Torchwood thing. Yeah, I was like, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Um, the Yvondi, um, the Atraxi, and the Hamagoths. All right, okay. Yeah, the Weevils, Blowfish, and Yvondi are f- uh, the first aliens originally from a spinoff series to appear in the main show. The Chelonians from the novels get their first mention in a TV episode as well. Now, the Chelonians, I'm going to... Yes. I just want it's, to... It's... Uh, I want to say Virgin New Adventures, and I just can't want remember to look. exactly which book off the top of my head. I might have it. <clears throat> Funny enough, the Chelonians are also a... They look to be a cult in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that's funny. And the Chelonians in New Adventures kind of look like weird turtle things. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Does it say there which novel they appear in? Um, the This looks like it's called The Highest Science... Yes. Okay, I do have that one. And Zamper. Nice. Zamper. Zamper. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, in the fairy tale of the Pandora, the Doctor is not a good wizard. Rather, he's a nameless, terrible thing soaked in the blood of a billion galaxies. The most feared being in all the cosmos who would just drop out of the sky and tear down your world. Um, you know, it's perspective. Yes. While the doctor considers himself nonviolent, his name means warrior in the native tongue of the Gamma Forests. And he's specifically referred to as such in the story of the Pandorica, uh, which I think was great because the line is, there was a goblin or a trickster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Or a warrior. Or a warrior, <laughs> yes. Goblins and tricksters, tricksters and goblins. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode deliberately evoked the feel of the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, Rivers seen at the uh, Maldivarium is a gag drawn directly from the teaser sequence of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune. Uh, the use of flambeau in the cavernous underhenge was directly inspired by the teaser to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. And finally, director Toby Haynes played back a cue from Raiders of the Lost Ark while filming the sequence of the Doctor, River, and Amy entering the underhedge to give the sequence appropriate tempo. Oh, that's amazing. <clears throat> right? That's crazy. Uh, I know. I didn't realize this story was so like influenced by indie to think is I love it. Makes sense. I, it. I mean, the, <laughs> the music in this is very cinematic. Right. Now that I exactly. think about it. I mean, this whole, yeah. this whole run felt pretty cinematic, honestly. Yeah. But th- this more so I feel, but anyway, no, no, I think you're totally right. Um, Amy Pond describes her deep interest in Roman culture. Now, of course, we all know that Karen Gillan's original appearance in Doctor Who was that of a soothsayer uh, in the fires of Pompeii. Yes. So nice little, nice little nod there. Very funny. Uh, River's main costume in the story was deliberately designed to evoke Princess Leia and Han Solo so that she looked like, according to Toby Haynes, a female Han Solo. All right. I'm sure. Let's run with it. Um, this is the first TV story written by Stephen Moffat to feature aliens and monsters he didn't personally create. <laughs> He's probably upset about that. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, some scenes were filmed at actual Stonehenge. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, I know, right? 
so they could only afford to shoot during one night and spent the only hour of daylight in the morning shooting a three-minute dialogue sequence. Oh, my God. The cast, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if there was ever, like, a shoot where it was like, no, 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 hey, no wasting time, guys. Yeah. We've only got this much time. Uh, the cast and crew had to abide by regulations. They weren't allowed to touch the stones, bring heavy equipment in, and the lighting had to be done from the floor. Wow. Regardless, it does look like the doctor and Amy appear to touch several of the rocks. Whoops. Whoops. Um, and I definitely I definitely noticed in the scene, and I'm like, okay, yep, no, there's no, like, it's not like the hand is near it. That's definitely touching a rock or... Prop rock. It's a prop rock, and it's just really, really Prog well prop rock yeah it's waiting for a prog rock joke yes all right well taylor you have a world famous synopsis for us so take it away all right well series five is coming to a head and absolutely everything everywhere all at once uh is in motion as a van gogh painting directs our tardis team plus river to stonehenge circa roman times where deep underneath the ancient megalith the pandorica is broadcasting a signal to basically all the doctor's enemies uh, but Grand Moff Steven is also in play here and twists in the second half of the episode up and fandom and basically put them into <clears throat> flux as oh. we barrel headlong into the impossibly impossible season finale. But that's next time on Pandorica. I mean, Podcastica. Ah, yes. Well, um, I mean, should we just tell the simple story of, I mean, I guess I have to tell it because technically I named the show. Yeah, you did. I, I wasn't there for it. I didn't come along until like episode three or four. Um, so basically, um, we the origin of this show, which is kind of named after this, um, was we were, you know, we had Yakety Cast, and we were just yep. talking about Doctor Who like every week on Yakety Cast, and then it just became like a why don't you just do a Doctor Who show? And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like something that uh, I believe we started. Well, we started with Capaldi. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, okay, well, I got to come up with an episode name. So I was literally just going up and down um, shows, just trying okay. to find something that could fit. Maybe like, I feel like at one point I even was like, well, I can't do Idiot's Lantern. Um <laughs> I can't do that. You know, there's like a couple of things that like I couldn't do because they'd already been taken. Um, I think I was trying to figure out something with like Gallifrey or I don't know, but I got to, I was like the Pandorica opens. I was like, it could be the podcast opens, but that doesn't make sense. And then I, I think I just kind of just was like the podcastica. That's the podcastica podcastica. That sounds interesting. And I, you know, it was the only thing I could really come up with. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty much how podcastica was, was born, which is, um, even funnier considering that there is, you know, I, at the time I'm like, Oh, I can't get the, I can't get podcastica on Twitter. That's weird. All right. I'll just put the, at the beginning, the podcastica. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like the podcastica opens. All right, that makes sense. And then it turns out yep. that there was a entire network called Podcastica, and they basically have like similar shows that you know Night of the Living Geeks has. Um, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and they're uh, they're still they're still uh, pumping along still as far, as far yeah. as I can tell. They yeah. have they have a bunch of shows, but we never ran into any. Uh, 
issues with them. They were like, no, we were, you know, we were wondering why. They said that we were wondering why we couldn't get, there was something they couldn't get. I can't remember what it was, but. Yeah, I can't remember either. They were, they were pretty, pretty cool about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So we, uh, you know, we kept the name. I think at one point we're like, should we rename it? And then they were like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much how the name came to be. Podcastica Pandorica, it's kind of sort of there. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the episode Anyhow. now. Yeah, Taylor. Overall, overall feelings. feelings. Yeah. What did What yeah. did you think of uh, of revisiting I, little know, Matt Smith here? It it it's it's nice to come back to Modern Who sometimes. Like this really was kind of a good bonkers era of Doctor Who. Uh-huh. Like when I when I think back to when all this was first airing, it really kind of like things with modern who were really kind of at their peak in a lot of ways. Like the, I feel like the Matt Smith era, like the show really exploded. Oh yeah. No, it absolutely did. And you can, Uh, you can even see it in, in Gallifrey one attendance. Oh yeah. I mean, I've heard stories. Yeah. It's, um, and I mean, you've heard, I feel like you've heard stories from me where one year it was like nobody, not nobody that that's not fair. Um, where you could walk the halls uh, during like something that was happening in program A, and you would just be, uh, you know, you would just bump into random celebrities and just talk to them. I feel like, yeah, one of the first years. That's when I ran into to to John Levine and just talked. I had no idea who John Levine was, and he talked to me yeah. for like twenty minutes, and then I was like, you know what, that was cool. I'm gonna watch. I'm going to watch some some classic who now because of that. So, excellent. I mean it went it went from like from what I'm seeing right now, my first year there were I must I don't know, man. It feels like I I uh, every every time I look at this, I can never figure out what year I I went. What year was my first year? And it just drives me absolutely crazy every time because I feel like there were not 2,000 people there. The first time I went, but it or you, or you just accept the time has no meaning. True. <laughs> so the first time I went, there were two thousand one hundred eighty six people, and then the year after that, which I believe was Matt Smith's like first year, or the end of the first year, there mm-hmm. were there were one thousand more people there. Jeez. So and it just got bigger and bigger until they were like, "This is the cap. We're not." Um, yeah. We're not going any higher here. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, on the whole, like so much of this episode actually just really holds up really well. It does. It's great. I had a really good time revisiting it. Um, Like I said, it felt very like um, cinematic and big and important. Um, Absolutely. The, the music in it was, was absolutely amazing. And we, you know, thank you, Murray gold. Yeah. Are you coming back, Without Murray Gold? I, we haven't heard anything, have we? No, we really haven't. Um, not that nothing against the the newer person they had doing it, but yeah, Murray Gold come back. It's a good genius. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I agree. It was just like very, very well done. It was it was great to to see this this group of um of uh of actors again. It, it it is and so much of like the episode like especially pre like the the cold open it's just this 
this like rollicking run through like, oh, here's here's a person you've met and here's a person you've met and here's River Song and she's kissing somebody. And, oh, hey, it's Liz Ten. And it's, you know, we're just like making this grand tour of characters we've met. Yeah, yeah. Over, over like at least this season. Oh, I love that. It was like, oh yeah, look at this. And <laughs> I, I assume that was also made it just feel even more important because we go on a little a little tour beforehand. Totally. It's like, oh yeah, this is everybody. It felt yeah. like you know part three in a movie. As I said earlier, it had a very big big movie feel. Um, but yeah, I agree. I feel like it, it held up really well. Um, I. I just really enjoy. I the I forget how I don't know if I want to call it iconic, but I forget how well done the exploding TARDIS painting is. It, it yeah, it just boy. looks so good. Like we have that. Well, actually, no, it's not hung up now, but I, we have had that hung up in both of our houses. Um, well, yeah, I mean this this really is like. This really is like a painting for the show that would go on to span, a, you know, a thousand fan recreations. Yeah. You know, it's also funny. I was like, it's not hanging up. And I started looking around. It's literally sitting. It's propped up uh, next to some um, production equipment to my right. It's literally <laughs> just like right there. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, right there, there it is. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's just very well done. Um I love the mystery of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it, it's weird, you know, because we don't do these in order, so it's it's kind of like sometimes you have to like piece stuff together, and you're like, why isn't Rory there yeah. at the beginning? And then you remember, and oh, it's like, right. oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got sucked into the uh, the crack and then mm-hmm. erased from all time, um, and then somehow popped up as a Roman. Yes, popped up, and it's just you know just another crazy crazy mystery um and i love i love how the doctor explains it he's like well the universe is this big weird place sometimes weird things just happen yes sometimes weird things just happen uh and he just goes for instance literally everything that is uh that is happening around us because none of this makes any sense um I one thing that I just I really did enjoy because it was kind of like all right I mean I guess I can understand how this Cyberman head got here but I just mm-hmm. love how and I don't I don't really know if we visited this a lot in Jody's era well we had the flying cyber heads that's true mm-hmm. um, but I just love the idea of Cybermen are even if you cut their arm off or cut their head off they're gonna figure out a way to be a crazy zombie monster, cyber monster. Pretty much. I love just like the, and it almost kind of feels like they are just like a Dalek out of the shell, but they're cyber with the Mm head, with the head, with the head. I thought that was great. Oh yeah. That, 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 that little jump scare. Yes. Um, I also love the, the cyber head willingly opening its casing to, uh, dump the skull out that's in there to try I think I think it's funnier that the skull doesn't try to like chomp down or anything. <laughs> the skull rolls out and then the actual casing is used as like teeth. I thought that was frightening yeah. and very funny. Um, oh yeah, definitely. And then the reattaching of the head to the the body was great too. I really really loved that. Mm-hmm. Um I I love River's adventure at the beginning. I thought that was a yes. lot of fun, just a little reminder of um 
all of uh, you know her her cunningness and how to mm-hmm. be like uh oh the doctor needs me I'm gonna uh use hallucinogens on all of these people to make sure he figures yes. out where I am yes um I love that I'm trying to think of what else I I just like really enjoyed it's just a nice little because we've we've been on uh on classic who island for quite some time what feels like forever i know we did actually take a little break with um with aliens in london yeah but but that kind of bled into gallifrey one so it didn't really feel like a big yeah departure yeah um but yeah we've been doing a lot a lot of classic who so to come back and do some modern stuff yeah uh it's nice it is it is at least this episode and and i would argue to say the next couple that we're doing um you know it, it's refreshing yes it way. really it's, is it's, it's from an era where things were really firing on all cylinders and yeah. so it's like oh yeah yeah you like know, funny serious sad it was hitting all the emotions it well and this episode especially because you know as we get later in the episode and Rory gets Amy to start remembering him right in the middle of it's like, Uh Oh, I'm living plastic. Like, Oh, wait a second. I'm actually an auton. Yeah. Um, and I'm fighting my programming. Um, that all is hugely emotional. Yes. It's great. And then he shoots her in the gut, seemingly killing her. Yeah. Which is, uh, and then it becomes the, the, the curious case of how the hell do we get out of this next time? I remember watching this live and being like, what in the world? Because this mm-hmm. was the first, um, see, this was the first season I watched live. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think this was the first season I watched live. I feel like I caught, I caught up and then was like, I think I started watching live maybe a couple of episodes into Matt Smith's first season. Okay. Um, and I remember just being like, this is, what's gonna happen next and i mean we didn't know and i if i remember correctly what happens next is uh crazy bonkers it, it really is it really is but it's a uh, it's a good time you know <clears throat> i miss yeah. i miss the steampunk tardis um you know i just really like that tardis design um mm-hmm. i thought it was very interesting and we also get to see river uh, attempt to fly the well i feel like she does indeed know how to fly it better than than the doctor does uh well but but at the same time it's still making that sound so she's leaving the handbrake on too right and she's the one that told him to turn it off right right yeah exactly yeah exactly um i just i love arthur darville i think he's just so great in oh yeah as rory and in general i loved the it just feels like a very like classic movie, classic TV thing where someone is right in front of you, but you don't recognize them as that person, but you're still referring to them. It's a trope. I love that. I love that scene. <laughs> That's just so funny to me. And then I love the little finger push he gives him to make sure he's, he's real. And he kind of oh, just, yes. he, he sways back just a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Just, yeah. yeah, just those little bits of physical comedy. Yes, go a long way just to kind of like flesh out just everything, and it it just makes the story feel fuller. Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> they, 
They throw a lot of stuff in. When I saw the run runtime, I was like forty four minutes. Mm-hmm. They they throw a bunch of stuff in here. It to me at least doesn't feel rushed. It felt like everything had had decent amount of time to. Well, it's also a two parter, so they were probably like, "Ah, hey, we got another part. We'll figure it out." Well, later. yeah, but at, at the same time, there there is a lot happening in here, and there's more characters than you can throw, you know, a sonic screwdriver at. Yes. Um. And there's there is a lot going on, and it is it is I would say a fairly high paced oh yeah story yeah you well, know yeah the whole time the Pandorica's broadcasting the Pandorica's in the process of opening we have literally all the villains showing up like it's a scene out of Close Encounters of the Third Kind <laughs> yes and then we, we, have we have all of them showing up at the, the speech end. of all speeches yes yes but we have them yeah. all showing up at the end like it might be a spinoff that Disney Plus makes um. <laughs> kidding that's, that that's exactly where it's going to start it'll be right after they shut him into the pandora kind of go all right guys <laughs> well see you later what what now and they <clears throat> just well do we have to save the universe maybe tomorrow and then they just all go about their ways um let's 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 go to waffle house yeah but it also feels like this was the 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 era for speeches for big models yes I yes, mean, yes, yes. I feel and, like the doctor always monologues, which uh, could be a ribbon for next year. But um, oh, that could be yes, that'd be a good one. But I mean, it. I don't know. These all felt really big. Like we have this one. We have um, his in the first episode. Um, oh, in the eleventh hour. We also yes, in the eleventh hour. Yeah. We also yeah. have. I mean, um, the we. I think we reviewed that a little while ago. Um, uh, when they when. That little girl sings to the sun. Oh my God! Why oh yes, I... the ring, the rings, the rings of Akaten. Yes, yes. I always want to put an extra syllable in that word, and I, I know it's not there. So <laughs> that episode, a lot of speeches. Yeah, it a whole lot of speeches. Yeah, uh, to say the least. And I think it really got fandom kind of fixated. Yeah, on them. Yeah, a lot of um, not not just a lot of speeches. A lot of quotable speeches. Yes. Very quotable. All Like, a lot of stuff in this episode just felt very, very... Mm-hmm. Uh, never ignore uh, coincidence unless you're busy. I thought that, <laughs> that was funny. That, that, that also could be a good ribbon. Yes, it could. Oh, boy. The list <laughs> grows, grows and grows. Um, yes, it does. And I also forgot, and maybe you, you also forgot, do we ever find out who is actually saying silence will fall is that is that a person i think so but i don't recall yeah i think so but i'm not 100 percent certain and i want to say yeah because no that folds into next season doesn't it yeah yeah because that's um <clears throat> yeah it does yeah so it it's it stretches across seasons it's even more bad wolfy than bad wolf uh, yeah. <laughs> yes it is um so yeah well i feel like it gets explained somewhere but again this is i mean what almost 13 years ago oh this boy episode aired. holy moly i'm old don't say uh, it. I, okay you didn't hear me say <laughs> it. um but yeah, just just the whole the whole structure of the episode where you know we're we're given the misdirect. We think that something's in the Pandorica. Yeah. Do you remember you know, watching we, this we, and being like, "What? I oh, think totally. I know what's in there." 
Totally. I, I remember all sorts of rampant speculation. Um, and the, f- the fact that we get to the back half of the episode here and it, and it opens and it's like, no, nothing. <laughs> it's empty. And yeah. I was kind of like, wait, what? And it's like, get in doctor. And it's like, Oh wait, what? You know, I yeah. remember watching that and just being like, Oh, I didn't see that coming. I wonder if there's like, I think it'd be fun to just be like, um, find an old uh, Reddit post about people trying to figure out what was in. Oh, God, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, from June 19th, 2010. There you go. That would be it, wouldn't it? That would be it. That would be that's 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 what it aired. Wow. That's what it aired. Well, we don't have time for that now, but that's fun fun to think about. <laughs> Things you could look up in your free time. That might be oh, that might be a nice little little segment. Find some see what people thought it might have been. Mm-hmm. And would it have been better? Oh. We'll uh we'll uh, we'll talk about that later. We don't have to talk about Fair. that now. Um <laughs> Yeah, don't go looking up that list of unmade stories, okay? Just don't. No, I'm not. Just don't. Just maybe don't. maybe after we log off here, but I like overall <laughs> I I really really enjoyed this. Um I'm trying to think if there's there's anything else that was really Oh, the Daleks. I I, I don't care what anyone says. I like the multicolored Daleks. Oh, do you? Yeah, I don't have a problem with them. I mean, they're no special weapon Dalek, but well, I mean, really who is? That's true. Very true. Is. very very true um they're 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 not my favorite but i won't i won't totally hate on them i'll yeah. just hate the fact that i accidentally dropped my christmas ornament oh. the yellow one oh no at christmas time and just destroyed it Ugh. it was glass Oof. just destroyed it yeah it's no gone. good no good <laughs> yeah uh, anywho is, is there anything else that you uh that you wanted to address I, uh, here gosh um yeah, I don't know. I I had I did have a, a bit of the episode where <clears throat> uh what River takes the TARDIS to 2010. Yes. Um oddly enough, oddly enough on the date of my wedding anniversary. Oh, interesting. In 26, yep. Um and is is looking at all this stuff of Amy's where it's like very I've seen this exact person and stuff and i'm like okay so is everything that's going on just a construct from amy's mind and if so why and how and i think it's just like you know what it's the crack's fault yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna blame that damn you crack um do we <laughs> now there's the other thing <laughs> said every oh, DEA yes. agents yes sense. i'm kidding i'm kidding um is there a um because she lands and then she sees that there, it, like in the um, in the grass, there are like it looks like landing. A la- yes, like, like something else had landed there, and it's obviously not the TARDIS. No. Do we ever um, figure out what that is? Maybe next I, time on podcast. I'm tr- well, Oh, do we actually? Because I, I don't. I can't remember. I don't. Yeah, I said, that's why I said maybe. Maybe because I'm going through. Kind of covers my butt. <laughs> I'm t- going through um, Tardis, or I'm sorry, ugh, the Tardis Data Core. Thank you. Yeah, I know they changed up their name. Um, and <clears throat> I don't see. 
Like once inside, she materializes outside Amy's house. Yep. On the date of the explosion that caused the cracks in time and space. So yep. she leaves it noting landing patterns of an alien craft. Okay. So it says it here, but there's no like, you know, sometimes when it has a sentence, there's a link to it. Nothing there. Yes. Yes. That's not like the Chelonians were behind it or something. No. So, um, okay. I guess um, that's something for another day. Um but yeah, that's one thing that I was like, huh, you know, there's always like some weird things where I'm like, hey, what did that ever get answered? And then it's just kind of like, you know, what did Yep. Yep. The ghost of John Pertwee comes up and goes, I'll explain later. <laughs> oh, if only. If yeah, only. Right. All right. So <laughs> um let's see here. We got we gotta hit some we gotta hit some buttons here. Yeah, let's do it. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's Okay, what do we actually have here? Because the only thing I can really think of is Rory stabbing the Cybermen, and that's really the oh, only thing that I that. can that I can think of. There is also the struggle with the cyber arm and the cyber head. Yes. Um, was can, there much more? I don't think there was. I don't think there's anything. I don't think else. there was either. I mean, the TARDIS does really? explode, but that's not really. That's just kind it's of it exploding. Really it move. Yeah. I mean, we can't. I don't know that I would count like Rivers mooching all the all the everyone's. No. Her hallucinogenic lipstick. I mean, it is it is kind of a chaos trickster move. Yes. I like it. Yes. I approve of it. Absolutely. But is it really kind of a Duggan move? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Duggan as the smooch everyone type. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give this just off everything I am thinking of right now. I'm gonna give this uh, a one, as a one and a half. Yeah, there you go. You know, because you remembered that that stab in the Cyberman that I yeah. forgot. So and that's literally the only thing I can really remember that yeah. would. Uh, well, maybe we'll go a little bit higher on this uh, this other scale here. Let's see. Yeah. Gathering close, it's time for the behind. <laughs> all right taylor what do you think um i'll be honest i'm gonna call it kind of scary yeah it's mod- modern who and modern who always feels a bit more realistic yes um so obviously we've got the sk- skull in the cyberman head definitely creepy oh yeah <laughs> yeah very creepy and then the, it starts tr- trying to chomp away at you yes yeah. exactly it's you know it's it's that very real reminder to the audience that you know cybermen are converted people yeah um so it's and it and it's and it's absolutely positively a jump scare so oh younger viewers be warned on that um there's not really a lot of i would say person-on-person violence no um but we get the whole emotional impact of like auton rory Oh yeah, that's heartbreaking and scary. Um, that is really heartbreaking. That is really kind of scary. Um, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I could definitely see you know a younger viewer, especially one who's watched like this season so far. Yeah, get to that and be really kind of distraught over it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, parents, if you're watching this with your kids, be warned. Be ready to be like, okay, okay, we have to watch the next episode right away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the doctor being put into a box and the box being closed. Right. Here's it's, here's your hero of 
peril. Much yes. peril. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, very good point. Yeah. Ugh. Well, all right then. <laughs> See why I sometimes prefer floppy monsters. Yes, absolutely. They're far less scary. <laughs> All right, everybody. So in two weeks' time, we will be um, finishing out this season. So we'll be watching The Big Bang, which um, is uh, I, uh, I. I mean, I think it gets a little a little much at some point, but overall, I I absolutely loved this. I really in, enjoyed it. Um, from what I remember, we'll see. I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah. So The Big Bang. It's st- starring everyone. We just. Uh, said and it is um, also uh, directed and written by the same exact people so you figure it out makes it easy to do the plugs yes it does yes it absolutely does um do you have anything else before uh, we we have to get out of here i'm trying to think we recorded uh, two weeks ago so that would have yeah. been before um the latest all nights right uh, it would have been. We did mention it last time, but I'll mention it yeah. again. If you haven't, uh, go check out All Night with the Living Geeks. Uh, we got a couple of uh, neat stories from very old like uh, uh, UFO newsletters and stuff. I got one out of pre-statehood Hawaii and uh, one from the, from the Midwest oh. that actually inspired... A chase scene in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which we also made reference to in this episode. Boom, there you go. Turn out the lights, lock the doors. Let's go. There you go. Love it. Love <laughs> it. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. I would usually tell you what clothing to buy with what weather we're having, but I have no idea anymore because it's different every day. I'm sure that has nothing to do with climate change. Uh, You could head on over to (laughs) shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G and pick up any clothing for any sort of weather. Yes. There you go. Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you would just like to donate monetarily to keep this a train of moving. Um, We appreciate any way that you care to support us. And in turn, we should continue to support our local businesses. Um, You know, go to a farmer's market. Maybe you'll find uh, a vegan swap meet and you'll be like, this isn't what I would normally go to. Then you'll find a cool hat. (laughs) And you're like, this is great. I'm glad I came here. There you go. That's a real life story. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see my my hat with the heart on heart on it? I must have missed it because I can't picture it in my head. Yeah, I got it from a. We just randomly walked into a a shop, and it was just <laughs> like, oh boy, look at that. Here it is. Um, nice. Yeah, and now I'm supporting a, a local business, and everyone should do the same. Good job. It's I, I. Oh yeah, we haven't spoken since I did that. It, it's their website is I am happy dot uh, xyz xyz. Okay. And they have very nice quality made stuff. But honestly, his website he's he's got he doesn't have a lot on there right now because it's it's all selling out. So uh, I would definitely go check that out. But um, 
that's that's it for us this week so join us again next time when we talk about the big bang and we'll see you guys then see ya here on podcast we do but we don't like when our dogs continuously bark for many minutes especially when they're in the room with us now